Hello and welcome to another episode of the NFL DFS From Down Under podcast. I'm Josh White. I'm joined, as always, by my buddy Josh Woot. Yep. By the way, you just sounded like, and I... Really? <laughs> I don't know what is going on, but anyway, we're all good. Uh, no Daryl Data. If you checked out the Punt Return podcast, have a listen. Check it out. Check it out. Um, Daryl's currently 35,000 feet above sea level. Yeah, we know, we've known that forever. Yeah. That is not new information yeah, to us. We just completely thought of that at the top of our heads. Mm-hmm. Please check out the punt return. But uh, yeah, we uh, are down a man, but uh, Daryl has thankfully left us with notes uh, for us, or at least players. Um, he wrote, we'll add comments if I get time in Abu Dhabi or Athens, um, DW, uh, which is his uh, initials, not don't worry. Um, <laughs> so, don't worry, I'll do it. I was worrying, but um, yeah, Athens, unfortunately, he, uh, unfortunately, he obviously hasn't landed or didn't find time or find Wi-Fi or anything like that, but that's okay. We've got some players listed and don't that's all you out. come don't here Don't bail him out. Um, <laughs> Should have had it done. So I could look up dollar per, dollar per point as we go, but it would just be must filibustering while uh, the web, website buffers on my slow internet. So uh, let's just smash out the players here. By the way, how did you go last week? Uh, did you play much DFS? Mm. I wasn't insanely in love with the slate. No, other was I. Games. Bas- uh, basketball's on, so I'm starting to look at that a bit. Yeah, so. it's hard to balance the time between sort of betting. I feel like I have more success betting, although last week you'd beg to differ, but... Um, I feel like that's an easier way for me to, to do things rather than play DFS. But um, a few single-game slates uh, were quite successful. I feel like I have a lot more success in those. Um, but looking on last week... I don't enjoy those, though. Yeah, I feel like they're easier, but they're not as fun. But, cool. Um, what's more fun? Like a close battle or winning cash? Yeah. Cold, hard cash. cash. So uh, lock of the week. Uh, last week we had Thielen and Njoku both. Outstanding. Uh, Thielen continued his amazing streak, and Joku found the oh, end zone. Feeling. So, uh, <laughs> very, very well done from us. Uh, Daryl hit on Latavius Murray, Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Jarvis Landry, Amendola, Njoku, and the Chiefs' defense, um, despite having a high total and the Bengals expected to score points on their really badly rated pass D. They actually had a had a pick six. How do we go with Colts defense? Colts defense outstanding. They only let in five points, so we did very well there. A couple of pick sixes, some fumble recoveries there. Um, so Josh, you also hit yeah Colts D, Najoku as well, Thielen, um, Gurley and Woods. Um, Gurley didn't rack up much yards, but three touchdowns. So yeah, um, just makes bank. Um, makes bank. Go, going out on a limb there and really picking Todd Gurley. Well done by you. Hey, I said, um, hey, come I down said off I'd, that ledge. I <laughs> you said, I would pay up for it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you are. It, it's true. It's like it's easy to say, oh, it's not worth the cash. But you know, sometimes when you got to spend thirty percent of your budget, it pays off. Mm-hmm. Um, Carry on. Johnson was one of my picks last week. He did outstanding. Adam Thielen as well. John Brown had a big game. Alshon Jeffrey had a big game as well, just not in the fourth quarter. Uh, David Njoku. Um, CJ Osama, who was a, a, a guy that I tipped up, um, not quite big on the yardage, but found the end zone. So c- considering how much you paid for him, not bad ROI. Um, and we missed on, so we tipped up Barber and Curse just because I was so cheap on draft stars, so cheap that we thought it was a wrong price. But turns out they probably priced it correctly. Um, both went terribly. Bortles was bad. Brock was a bit iffy. Zeke was bad, and Dalton was bad as well. So, the B's at quarterback not too. By the way, how many how many week. times in the last in our in our preview last week were we like these prices must be wrong? Must be wrong. Must, oh, be. must be right. Must they, be. They got oh us damn, again. we suck. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, so let's look ahead to week eight. Uh, so we've got some good matchups here. Green Bay at LA, fifty six and a half total. New Orleans at Minnesota. Um, that's going to be a pick 'em and a shootout by all. 
feelings and thoughts there. Um, 52 total. Tampa Bay at Cincy, 54.5. Denver at Kansas City, 53.5. While we're talking totals, um, some early projections have come out for the Week 11 Chiefs-Rams clash. 63.5 total set for that so far by the odds makers. That's the highest total I can ever remember for an NFL game. That's college football-esque um, no, Let's pick it. Let's, let's put it's, money on it now. It's awesome. Um, yeah, and you know we talked about this in the punt return a couple of weeks ago when you get extremities like that, just hammer the over. It's, it's against all conventional wisdom, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, some other odds and notes here. New England are favoured by two touchdowns versus Buffalo. Rams are nearly 10-point favourites versus Green Bay. Kansas City are 10-point favourites at home versus Denver, and Pittsburgh are 8-point favourites at home against Cleveland, so that's important to note. And they all play a role in the models, projections, and the the lineup crunches uh, input as well in what comes out. And if you think a team's going to you know cover the spread, then you kind of want to put those players in your lineups. Uh, Jets and Bears apparently there's big chance of rain, and there's a bit of wind about in Kansas City. Uh, projected their uh, 15 miles per hour winds uh, forecast uh, there, but uh, a bit far out now to to sort of take that into consideration. So. Definitely check back on a Sunday night as you're uh, going through there. All right, looking at the quarterback position, the model here uh, from Drawstar's perspective, Sam Darnold, Eli Manning, and Drew Brees. Uh, any of those you like from Daryl? Nah, sorry, Daz. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Daz is not the short name for Daryl. No. Well, we've come up with a nickname every week. Dare. So Daz, Daz is a good one. Daz? Um, from a Moneyball perspective, Deshaun Watson on Thursday Night Football and uh, Andy Dalton, um, which I like Andy Dalton this week, even though he let me down last week. I don't mind some of those from a Moneyball perspective. Uh, any any thoughts? Who have you got at quarterback this week? Um, I've got the Baker. The Baker, eight-point underdogs. The Baker, the yeah. Baker. I still think he'll put up points, and I think it could be, you know, the defense, we know that Steelers' defense isn't isn't their strong point. I mean, struggling to find strong points for the Steelers this season. But James Connor. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I think we just look at him as a strong point because of how big a gap we thought it would be yeah. from Bell to him. Yeah. Um. Anyway, getting sidetracked. Yeah. I like Mayfield. I think he's, like, purely price point and things like that. You yep. got a 20-point fantasy week last week. Yeah, and had two ta- had two fumbles as well. Um, yeah. It had a massive run as well, which helps. Um, not quite tr- Trubisky's run. Eight-yard touchdown run that was 70 yards. I wish we had the se- I wish we got the 70 yards. By the way, Trubisky, fantasy points. oddly quick. Yeah. Oddly quick. Sneaky fast. Sneaky fast. Can scoot. Always thought about that, about Alex Smith. Alex yeah. Smith just put the gun, the, put the burners on, and you're he like... Just put, tucks it, when he tucks the arm in, you know he's like... Yeah. About to blaze it up. Do you remember that? Um, red, uh, I mean, this is going back to Kaepernick, but do you remember Kaepernick's preseason run that he did? It was like I remember his postseason run against Green Bay in that cold weather, mm. and he just torched like he he made like six people miss. I'm t- I'm talking like this was super long. Okay. This was uh, I can't remember how far yeah. it was, but anyway. Then ever from that point, I just feel like ever since that day, Alex Smith's like, hey, I can run too. And every time he gets the chance, he just wants to... Remember Alex Smith's run in the playoff game against the Saints down the corner, down the sideline there. That was sneaky quick as well. Um, All right. I like Kirk Cousins against New Orleans. As we said, this should be a shootout. Um, New Orleans has allowed 30 fantasy points to Flacco, Ryan, Fitzpatrick, and Matt Ryan this season. Um, And in their kind of stout games, we've been against Tyrod Taylor and Eli Manning and, and sort of iffy quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins has proven that he's legit and can toss it. Stiggs and Thielen, obviously, you don't need to explain there. 
Um, and I like Trubisky. We just talked about him being sneaky quick, but he scored 55, 32, and 33 fantasy points in his past three games against Tampa, Miami, and New England. Um, and he's doing it in a variety of ways. He's shown he can do it on the ground and through the air, and I like the matchup here against the Jets' defense at home. Um, especially if it is a bit windy and rainy, I feel like you could see Trubisky on a few more design runs and tuck, and, tuck that ball in and, and, and run left. Still don't know if, we can, if he can run right. Um, for all the Trubisky truthers wow. out there. Um, yeah. I tweeted that out. I got no love. I thought that was pretty clever. But I like Trubisky. I really do. Like, as yeah. a player. I do I do like him. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a great running back. That's all I'll say. Um, all right. Moving on to the running back position. Who do you like? We'll get to Daryl Picks at the end. Um, I like Philip Lindsay. Um, yeah. I had him down as, like, my fifth or sixth. I love all the running backs. I like a lot of the running backs this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Some if if especially if Freeman doesn't play, which is touted. I think it's yeah. I think it's, it's looking heavily like that 60, way. Sixty forty right now. He might get his heaviest workload ever. Yep. So I think at his price point, which you know is pretty pretty juicy right now, yep. I would I would go out and pick him up. I also like Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's going up against his uh, workload's been insane the last few weeks. <clears throat> yep, and going up against Denver, who have not been that great against the run. They've yeah. been good at rushing the passer, but stopping the run not their strong suit. So I like both running backs in that game. Yep, looks good. They they did it okay last week, but there was no real aerial threat from the Cardinals. So That's right. you know when you've got Tyreek and Kelsey, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, and I'll just finish off here. I'm going back to Gurley. Yeah. Gurley's gonna Gurley's gonna find success. Yeah. We know well, that the the yeah. we I touched on the the reason why I like the under in that game was is all about Gurley. So do you know where you can find that? The punt return punt podcast, return. I believe. So yeah, check, check it, it out. out. Um, I hear it's good. Yeah, but Actually, uh, it's not that great. I do <laughs> <laughs> listen one to six and then. Skip seven yeah. and then come back for us. Eight's pretty good. Eight's pr- I hate. Eight's I heard eight. Good. Is eight's the gonna best. be good. You have to wait. It'll be uploaded soon. Yeah, because you're listening live. Because you're listening right now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like. I like girly. If you're gonna pay up, you're gonna pay up for girly. Don't yeah. worry about paying up for those other running backs. Yeah. Back on Philip Lindsay. I think Roto Pat had a tweet last week during the game where he called Philip Lindsay's running style is, I don't need Royce Freeman anymore. That's. <laughs> I thought that was quite clever. He runs so hard and so fast. It's ridiculous. How um, did he go undrafted is in the draft is beyond me. Yeah. It's strange. I, yeah, it's almost like you shouldn't draft a running back in your top, top five, five picks. Yeah. <laughs> almost. <laughs> not to rain on the Giants. There's still people out there that think that's a good pick. Like, uh, it's not a knock on Saquon. He's great. But by the way, um, yeah, Gurley, you're awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> still. Wait, what, when did he get drafted? He was like 17 or something, I think. He wasn't... no. I think it was like fourteen, and then girl, and then Gordon went like four picks after him. Mm, so, okay. Um, I like Lamar Miller on Thursday Night Football. Um, I do think Miami's rush defense, they're twenty eighth in rushing points allowed, and twenty ninth in uh, receiving points allowed per game to opposing backfields. And um, you know, everyone thought Lamar Miller was going to have his touches poached um, by Donta Foreman, who's pick been in, who's been injured, and oh, pick ten. There you go. Pick ten. Okay, we'll make it pick five then, because McCaffrey's pretty decent. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, Miller uh, has been he's outtouched Alfred Blue forty to seventeen over the past couple of weeks. So I think Lamar Miller's in for a big role against Miami's run defense as they try to stop Deshaun dropping back and risking that rib and lung injury too much against uh, Cameron Wake and, and the uh, Dolphins' pass rush. I like Adrian Peterson this week. Um, I just think Giants are twenty second in the league in rushing attempts against. 
So teams are rushing the ball an average of 26.5 times a game against them and they're 20th in the league in rushing yards allowed with 113.9 yards per game. And that was with Damon Snacks Harrison in the lineup who's been traded and who's been one of the better run-stuffing nose tackles for the last four or five years. Um, he's been great. So I do think that bodes really well for Adrian Peterson owners this week, despite the age. I can't believe we're still talking about AP in 2018. It's look good, it's and he's crazy. kept his. He's yeah. kept his. Uh, I have my doubts. I he's really kept did. his uh, name right. out of the headlines, yep. and he's just you know it's gone good. to work. It's good. Yep, uh, James Connor as well. I like him against Cleveland. Who knows how many times you can keep playing him until Le'Veon Bell comes back? Who knows? But ninety-one and a half percent of the Pittsburgh backfield touches have been James Connor. What price this season? Do you think Bell comes in at when he comes up oh, top of the line? Does he like, go straight to the top? Yeah, straight to the top. I think. I think they project him as, like, you, you kind of factor in a little bit of what James Connor's price is now and then what historically Bell's done, and then you just say, all right, he's $200 cheaper than Todd Gurley. Done. Like, Damn. I think it's pretty simple. Um, yeah, so t- uh, apart from Todd Gurley, James Connor's had the, the most touches inside the uh, five-yard line this season, and the Browns rank 25th in yards from scrimmage allowed to running backs, kind of. And James Connor himself kick-started that back in week one. Uh, I like Jalen Rashad against the Colts. I like Marlon Mack against the Raiders. Uh, Tariq Cohen this week as well. I just think there's much better running backs across the board. So I'll probably lean towards them in my flex positions this week. All right. I wonder. I wish there was a, a like a format where you could, like every wide receiver or running back position was a flex. So you could just... So all flexes. All flexes. You could call it flex appeal. All right, I'll give you that. Thank you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daryl likes uh, TJ Yeldon and Jamal Williams on draft stars. Jamal Williams is an interesting one. You shake your head, but there's been some times. Remember when he tipped up Josh Allen and we were like, oh, great, you know, the model. And then Josh Allen Josh had two Allen. rushing touchdowns. And, he yeah, balled out, yeah, yeah. exactly. So Jamal Williams is an interesting one. So I'm going to have a little bit of exposure on that just because I think you got to you got to trust the cruncher and the model here. Um, Yeldon's another good one, obviously, with... Uh, Leonard Fournette still sidelined as well. Nick Chubb as well on draft stars. I thought he looked pretty good without Carlos Hyde for the Browns last week. Yeah, um, yeah, he looked good. I think that's a smart play. And then yeah, he's don't got... mind Drake Johnson either. Yeah, more in the uh, draft stars format where it's full PPR as well. Uh, and then Hunt and Gurley on Moneyball. Um, and we've talked about this throughout uh, the season of the DFS from Down Under podcast. Is that Moneyball salaries allow you to pay up for premiums? So. Hunt and Gurley, like sometimes paying up for premium doesn't always work out. You think, oh, I've got Ezekiel Elliott in my lineup. It'll work, but it doesn't. But I think Hunt and Gurley is safe as they come at this week, as you touched on. Um, should we lock in Hunt and Gurley as locks of the week? I know it's not going out on a limb, but you and Daryl both all on board. Um, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, I think. And I also like Philip Lindsay as well. So I think we'll just go three running backs across <laughs> the board uh, as our locks of the week here. I mean, you've only got two spots, but... No, with a flex. Yeah, all right. With a flex. All right, looking at wide receiver, and we'll kickstart with the model here. Um, so he likes Aguilar or Jeffrey on draft stars here against the Jags pass defense, which is a little bit against the grain here, um, given that uh, the Jags pass defense has historically been great. But uh, I do love Jalen Ramsey coming out after their loss and say, we all know what's going on here. We all know the reason why the Jags are bad. Just low key jabs at uh, Blake Bortles. It's not Bortles, man. It's not. <laughs> oh, that. See, this is. It's all coming down to London and Bortles. Here we go. It's scary. This is this is a make or break game for the Jag season at week eight. If he gets benched this game, he's not starting the next one. No. How can you start him if he if he plays like that again two weeks in a row? And then you got to look at like GM and stuff because you're like you knew what was wrong with the team 
going into the season, right? How, the fact that they haven't even tried to address that quarterback position for two, you know, two you know seasons what? now is this crazy. is this is far too big a discussion yeah, for this is. podcast. It is uh, Jermaine Curse again on draft stars, um, doubling down the the lineup crunches, doubling down on Jermaine Curse after he cursed a lot of lineups last week um, with a complete non-performance mm. um, for the Jets, but one to watch. Uh, Tyreek I'm so Hill. glad I put him on my bench in long season. <laughs> Tyreek Hill and uh, DeAndre Hopkins for Moneyball and Adam Thielen for Moneyball again. So Moneyball just always favoring sort of those top tier players just because you can afford it in that format. Especially if you go Dalton, that quarterback, you have a lot more cash to spend there. Um, I can't disagree with those picks. Uh, Moneyball, what have you liked this week from wide receiver? Um. I like Landry. If we're going to go stacking with the quarterback I suggested before, I think yep. Landry will have a solid day against the Steelers. Yep. Boyd is kind of an alternative to your... Yeah, I like AJ Green just against the, the Bucks defense. We've talked about how bad they are. And the Browns clearly didn't take advantage of how bad their pass defense was last week. But I do think Andy Dalton and and Co. will take advantage of that. So I do think, yeah, AJ Green or Tyler Boyd. I just wanted to mix it up. I hadn't... We've mentioned Tyler Boyd on here a few times, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I just don't feel like he's let us down. No, he has so been pretty good. going back to our boy. It's pretty good. Um, our boy. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. That was good. You're all right yeah. tonight. Oh, God. That's oh, good for you. Good for um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't mind how cheap uh, Gabriel is against the... Jeez, who are they playing? The Jets. The Jets, that's right. And... Jay. Jets. Yeah, we know. Uh, <laughs> you're losing it, buddy. Spell. You're losing it. <laughs> yeah, the, the longest team name out of all of them. Yes. Um, and Martavis Bryant as a roughie going up against the Colts. He's the man now. He is the man. <laughs> really, like, there's not much left. Yeah. It's him or Seth Roberts. Who would you rather throw to? Uh, probably the guy that's Jared not Cook. from this planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah we forgot about uh, Jared Cook. But yeah, I don't mind the Martavis Bryant sort of stab in the dark there. Um, given you just don't know what's going to happen. It would require Derek Carr throwing past the line of scrimmage, but uh, we'll wait and see how that pans out. Yeah. I reckon he's going to be forced to. He's going to have to. He just has to throw it up. Yeah, exactly. Just hope for the best. Uh, all right, I uh, mentioned AJ Green. I like Doug Bolden this week against Detroit. Um, I do like the Seattle Seahawks this week. Should be a close game. Um, and I think Baldwin will play a lot of his place, a lot of his time in the slot, so he'll avoid sort of playing up against Darius Slay, and the Lions have kind of struggled this season um, against the slot. Denny Amendola last week had a big game in the slot, six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown on seven targets. And did like, Daryl predict Amendola? He did. He did mention Amendola as a roughie last ridiculous. week. Yeah, I like him this week as well. Um, Kenny Stills and Albert Wilson out of the lineup. Amendola's kind of the safest play here, um, and he had he's had 18 targets and 14 receptions over the past two weeks um, with... Uh, uh, Brock Osweiler. So, you know, Brock Osweiler's got his sights on, on the gritty white guy. Who would have thought? Brocktober. It is still Brocktober, baby. And I like Robert Woods. Without, without uh, what's Cup. his name? Cooper Cup. Uh, Robert Woods has kind of been the guy. There's less sort of mouths to feed. So him and Cooks, one or the other there against Green Bay. Having him as your third wide receiver is just awesome. It's kind of weird. Like, I was like a bit iffy on Robert Woods. It's like, you still have that stigma attached to his name because he wasn't great in Buffalo. But you just need to realize no one's great in Buffalo. So... Yeah, he's been great. Look so. at, Trav- look at uh, Trav- uh, Benjamin. Not, he, was, he wasn't great in K- Carolina, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, but he's even worse now. Yeah, like, he's, he's just he's almost like he's just not relevant at, yeah, at all. Crazy. Then again, we thought, oh, maybe Sammy Watkins. No, yeah, yeah <laughs> did, didn't quite work out. The fact that Sammy Watkins still put up numbers in Buffalo is staggering. Yeah. So good on him. Uh, tight end position. I think that there's a lot of hey, numbers sorry. across the board. P- sorry to interrupt. Yep. 
But do you think that Buffalo are going to be the next Browns? Can we see this happening? I think or are they uh, a better run organization? Uh, no. No. They're on par. They look rough. How do you go? How do you transition from your? You get rid of the quarterback who led you to the, your first playoff appearance in forever, and then you you just turn in Josh Allen. Who I'm not going to throw the kid under the bus. The situation is terrible that he's in, but he's he's last in a lot of categories from a starting quarterback perspective this season. So it's not great. Yeah, I mean he's still better than Peterman. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I think I think we talked about this last week. It's literally better for Peterman to just throw it into the yeah. grass. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, right, tight end position. We talked about locks of the week. Sort of Hunt, Gurley, and Lindsay are among those at running back um, across the board. Uh, Daryl, uh, Woot, and I um, all have Zach Ertz listed as a play here. Um, Ertz is a, a more of a stronger play at Moneyball from from Daryl in the, in the lineup cruncher. Ertz is killing it. Apart from Adam Thielen, he's just got more receptions. No one's got more receptions than Ertz this season. Um, and he's finally found the end zone as well. Just a really consistent play. Man, it's a great combo. Like, the Wentz, Ertz, uh, yeah, they've got a great connection. They, they're they just on the same page constantly. So, um, great there. Ebron and Clay at Draft Stars. Uh, Clay's an interesting one from Buffalo, I guess, 14-point dogs. Kind of checking down late, trying to play catch-up. That's an interesting one. Ebron's been a monster this season. Um, and Kelche, I'll say, it in, in, in light of Daryl. Kelche. Like, Calls him uh, Kelche, which I love. By the way, it's the accent coming through. Julio Jones, Julio <laughs> not Jones. playing this week, unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately, and he's closing in on the record for most amount of yards without a touchdown. So it's one to watch. By the way, still putting up stupid St- scores, stupid, stupid fantasy, fantasy numbers, numbers without touchdowns. Without touchdowns. Yeah, it's crazy. The day that he goes off, it's scary. Go- yeah, it's gonna be nuts. Um, so yeah, Kelche and Ertz at Moneyball. Uh, so apart from Ertz, anyone <laughs> Kelche else? Kelche and Ertz. <laughs> You just mentioned Wentz and Ertz. Like, to have a Z in your name... A TZ ending. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. But even to have a Z in your name, but to have, like, two players that are consistently linking up with yeah. both Zs, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's cool. Or Zs. Call them We're the, saying Zs, call Americans. Call brothers. 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 Apart from Ertz, who have you got? I like OJ Howard. I think he is a decent shot. And with... We've mentioned Jared Cook a bit. Yep. I think now that I mean, Amari Cooper... When you say we, you mean you. You've mentioned Jared Cook a lot today, just yeah. across the board. Yeah, but that's only because I know your fatuation with Jared yeah. Cook is oh, it's strong. It's, um, my fatuation this week's Chris Herndon, the Jets' uh, tight end. I was going to mention him last week, and I'm kicking myself that I didn't because he found the end zone, but uh, past two games, six catches. Two weeks in a row now. Yeah, two catches, 98 yards, and two touchdowns on nine targets with at least 13 PPR points in each outing here, so... Um, he's kind of popped up as a reliable tight end for for Sam Darnold, so he's someone to watch. Chris Herndon. Mm. Um, all right, uh, defense. defense. Who you got? Defense. Who do I have? Who did I pick up? Daryl has the Chiefs again in draft stars against the Denver Broncos at home. Oh, that's right. And the Bucks on Moneyball, but uh, we don't really need comments no. on defense as Daryl touched on last week. Yeah, I've got the skins. I don't think the Giants are any good. Great, accurate point. Um, I like the Patriots. Uh, two words, Derek Anderson. Um, and Steelers. I like Steelers against Cleveland. I know you've picked them up, but uh, Mayfield's been sacked, sacked now 15 times in his past three games. And he's, has, he's got five interceptions in four, t- in four games as a starter. So a little bit, little bit of turnover, a couple of fumbles as well. So it's just one to watch, I think. Uh, if you think Cleveland's going to be a disaster and Pittsburgh are going to roll, um, that could be a way to go, but if you don't, then just pick the patch. Just defense. going back, just going back to OJ Howard because I don't feel like I touched him. On, t- t- <laughs> Didn't touch him enough. 
Didn't touch him enough. All right, I didn't touch on OJ Howard enough. Yeah. Um. So he over the last two weeks, nine catches. I mean, that's not Ertz level, but he is considerably cheaper. Yeah. But then also the Bengals have given up eighteen passes, two tight ends over the last two weeks. So good look for some volume there. Yeah. There you go. So close to making an OJ joke. So glad I didn't. Um. Yeah. So. There we go. There we go. Uh, so Mayfield Landry stack for you uh, this week. I don't mind a sort of a, a, a random stack, not quite an unconventional stack. Trubisky Tariq Cohen stack. I don't mind this week. Um, and yeah, I'm guessing from a stacking point of view for for Daryl, it's not really evident. Daryl puts in forty lineups and stacks everyone. Yeah, he loves it. Loves it. Loves Just it. Loves it. I'm sure it. he had a successful week. All right, forty lineups, a bit excessive, week. but maybe ten. 10, yep. All right, well, that's week eight. Um, as we said, lots of love from the running back position this week. Um, so our locks of the week, uh, going down the limb here and saying Kareem Hunt and Todd Gurley. Far out. Uh, we'll step, pre- proceed step with down. caution with our step locks. Step down. Uh, Philip Lindsay, Zach Ertz, um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it across the board. Good luck in week eight. You can follow us on Twitter at WootNY. You can follow me at JYNFL. You can follow me at This Is Woot. You can follow Daryl on Twitter at DP Woodford. And you can follow uh, Fantasy Insider. Please sign up and test out the cruncher. There's a lot going on. NBA, uh, NFL. I think there's even some A-League stuff potentially. And Big Bash is coming shortly. So plenty of fantasy uh, lineups to crunch and check that out.